Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'd like to finish the teaching on great grace regarding the man named King David today. We're going to read many scriptures to see the reason why King David was favored by God in a great way compared to other people in his same generation. You know, in each generation, God gave grace and favor to people in a different level. And even though God wants to give favor to everybody, He is a good God. He loves to give. But there must be some character in people's life that qualifies him or her to receive more favor and grace from God. You cannot blame God. He is a just God. He is very good God. He will do everything righteously and justly. So He's going to look at the heart first. In many past lessons, we have learned that there are a few qualities of the heart that cause people to be able to receive more grace from God. I give you example, the heart quality of humility. When you are humble, you don't demand on people, you don't put pressure on people, you're humble to serve and to learn, to receive, then you can receive more grace from God. Not only that, people who are faithful, like Joseph, he was so faithful, he was trustworthy. When God or his master gave him some responsibility, he did the best he could. He was so loyal to his master and he was so faithful. That's why God gave Joseph so much grace and favor in his life. He eventually became the prime minister of Egypt. Ruth was another one. She was so faithful with her mother-in-law. And she was so humble. She was willing to get on her knees and hand to pick up the grain from the ground. And she was willing to work hard. She never put pressure on anybody. That is the way of people who receive the grace from God. Humility, faithfulness, loyalty. We're going to look at King David again today and finish the whole story. In Acts, I'm going to review just a little bit. Acts chapter 7, verse 46. David who found favor before God. David found favor before God and desired to find a tabernacle for the God of Jacob. King David, since he was a young boy, if you study his life carefully, you realize that he definitely has the presence of God since he was young. The favor or the grace of God is the presence of God upon people's life. He has the grace. Can you imagine? The prophet came to his dad's home, looked for the next king. One brother came in. Another brother came in. The prophet said, no, not this man, not this man. Eventually, the prophet said, any other boys left. But the father and the older son, older sons, forgot totally about King David because David was such as a boy. He was ruddy. He was good looking. But he was just a shepherd in the field. He was nothing compared to all the older brothers. But eventually they called him in. He was sweaty. He was smelly with cheap, (laughs) 
c h e a p y smell, and he was selected by the prophet because of the grace of God upon his life. You see, God can move you from obscurity, from nothing, into the position of influencing a lot of people. God can do that to the humble people. David was so humble. David was so full of grace throughout his life. He was preserved by God. The Philistines tried to kill him. Saul tried to kill him for many years, but he was preserved. You remember in one lesson about the grace of God, we learned that the grace of the favor of God is like the shield of protection. When you have the favor, no one can touch you. You have the shield of protection over you. The same thing with King David. When he was not a king yet, he was just a soldier. He was able to knock down Goliath. King Saul and the Philistine could not touch him because he was so full of the presence and the grace of God. And look at one of the characteristic of King David before we go on. I review a little bit here. First Samuel chapter 18 verse 18. When King Saul told David that you can marry one of my daughters. And see what David say in verse 18. So David said to Saul, wow, you're so lucky. I'm the best in the country. I have victory over victory. I'm a smart guy. Wow, you are so fortunate to have me as your son-in-law. Did he say that? Was he prideful? No, he was very humble. He replied, who am I? And what is my life? Of my father's family in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king. He was a humble man. He realized that he came from nothing. And God, by his grace, has moved him out of being a shepherd into being a soldier of the great king of Israel. And he said, who am I? He was very humble. Again, humility is the characteristic that qualifies you for more grace. Being prideful, or you feel that you are entitled to receive anything from anybody, or something is owed to you, or people need to give you special treatment and special favor, will disqualify you from receiving the favor from God. You need to be humble. Don't put pressure on people. Don't have the sense of entitlement. Don't feel that people owe you something, and you don't feel that you deserve anything. It's just by the grace of God. You humble yourself, and then God gives you more grace. Amen? How many people promise God from now on, I will not have a sense of entitlement. I will not feel that somebody owe me something. Amen? You just depend on the grace and the favor of people. And later on, eventually David became a king of Israel. And again, look at what happened. We're going to look at one of his characteristics here that make him receive the grace from God. Great grace. Unbelievable grace from God. In First Chronicles chapter 17, I read from verse 1. After David was settled in his palace, he said to Nathan, the prophet, Here I am, living in a palace of cedar, while the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under a tent. Nathan replied to David, whatever you have in mind, do it. Why? What is the reason? For God is with you. If we change to another word, for the grace and the favor of God is with you. 
the presence of God is the favor and the grace of God. That night, the word of God came to Nathan saying, go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord say, you are not the one to build me a house to dwell in. And later on, that I preached two Sundays ago, Nathan prophesied how God going to bless him, God going to help him to build a house, God going to use him to be the ancestor of Jesus Christ, God will take care of his kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids, the grace will flow down into many generations. And after God say like that to him, look at how King David respond again in verse 16. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and he said, Who am I? O Lord God. This is the word from the king. Okay? He was so humble. He said, Who am I? O Lord God. And what is my family? What he tried to say, I came from nothing. Jesse was not a prime minister. Jesse was not a commander of an army. We were just farmers. We just raised animals. We just came from nothing, from the non-nothing family. That you have brought me this far, brought from being a shepherd in the field into the palace. He was standing in the palace and he looked at this beautiful building. And he said, God, if I have this beautiful palace, I cannot stand this, that your Ark of the Covenant, do you understand one thing about that generation? The Holy Spirit was not in everybody. The presence of the Holy Spirit was only upon a few people, the king, the priest, and the prophet. And not only that, in the Ark of the Covenant. So in the eyes of the people in that generation, the Ark of the Covenant was the presence of God. King David Love the presence of God. The presence of God is God himself shows up. So he loved the presence of God and he said in his mind, I have a beautiful house, but my, the presence of my God is in a tent. I want to build a magnificent temple for him. The beautiful house for my God. I will do everything to build a beautiful house for God. I will invest, I will spend my money, I will do anything to bless my God. Now you can see one of his characteristics that caused God to give him so much favor, so much grace. King David loved the Lord his God with all his heart. More than anything else, King David wanted to honor his God. He did not want the presence of God to be in the shaky place in the tent. He wanted the, pres- the presence of God to be in the beautiful, magnificent building that the whole world will talk about that building for generations to generations. His heart is for the best for God. Give the best, the best building for God, the best carpet for God, the best pillar for God. He, he is a giver. He loves God so much. And God see his heart and want to give him the best as well. In one time, you remember the story that the Ark of the Covenant was captured by the Philistines and King David was not very happy. So he wanted to take the Ark of the Covenant back to his home, to his city. At that time, they did not have the temple, so he, he wanted to put the Ark in the tent. 
But eventually, they were able to take the Ark of the Covenant out of the hands of the Philistines. And while the Ark of the Covenant was on the way to the city of David, what happened in Second Samuel chapter six, verses fourteen to fifteen? Then David danced before the Lord with all his might. Everyone say, with all his might. And David was wearing a linen ephod. So David and All the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. Imagine with me, the king of a country took off his robe, took off his clothes, and he danced like a dancing fool in front of the maid servant, in front of everybody. He did not care what people think about him. He did not care whether people can criticize him. He want to give to the Lord to worship Lord the Lord with all his might. He care about God feeling more than man's feeling. He love God with all his might. He love God with all his heart. This is the kind of man that God gave so much grace and favor. He said that I'm willing to be undignified before the eyes of my servant. And at that time, what happened? His wife, King Saul's daughter, looked at. How he danced and take his shirt off, she despised him in her heart. Second Samuel six sixteen to seventeen. Now, as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and whirling before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. So they brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place. In the midst of the tabernacle that David had erected for it, then David offered. He is a giver. He loved God. He offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Then look at verse 22 to 22. This is the conversation between David and Michal, who despise him. That King David loved God with all his might, danced before the Lord. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, "How glorious!" She was sarcastic now. She was sarcastic him. How glorious was the king of Israel today, uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants, as one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michal, "It was before the Lord who shows me." Instead of your father and all his house, to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord, and I will be even more undignified. You know, when you get touched by God, you fall down, the makeup come out, your hairstyle came off. Are you willing to be undignified than this? You know, when you come before the Lord. No more dignity, man dignity. My makeup, my hairstyle. I don't care. I want God with all my heart. I want to worship God with all my heart. More dignif- undignified than this, and will be humble in my own sight. He was a humble man. But as for the maid servants of whom you have spoken by them, I will be held in honor. Wow. David was so excited about getting the presence of God back. He loved the presence of God so much. He was so excited. He worshipped God with all his might, to the point that some people 
look down on him. But he say, I don't care what you think about me. I love God with all my might. If I'm gonna worship, I'm gonna worship with all my might. If I'm gonna sing song, I dance. I'm gonna sing and dance before Him with all my might. This is the kind of man, recorded in the Bible, that God gave so much grace, so much favor upon him, so much protection and victory after victory. This go along with the scripture in Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord, listen carefully, run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong, or to give grace, the presence of God, the victory, the protection, the good things on behalf of those who look good, dress nice, have a lot of money. Who have a lot of theological knowledge? No. Whose heart is loyal to him, sold out to him, love him with all their strength, their soul, their heart, their might, everything. This is loyal to God. In this you have foolishly. Therefore, from now on you shall have wars. So God say, I'm looking for a man or a woman in this generation. Whose heart is loyal to him, and he's gonna show himself strong for them. Amen. Revelation chapter three, verses fifteen to sixteen. This is the way of God, in or out. Do it or don't do it. Sold, sold out or don't get involved at all. Either way, don't have half-hearted spirit or attitude in the way of God. Sold out or forget about it. Revelation 3, 15 to 16, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold nor hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. God tried to say to all of us in this generation, give your all to him. Be hot for God. Don't be lukewarm. In or out? In, in 100%. 1,000%. Don't be cold. Don't be <laughs> lukewarm. Love God with all your heart. Do it 100%. 1,000%. In or out? Are you going to be in or out? I'm in too. I'm in too. Amen? If you love God with all your heart, your love for Him, your loyal heart, your perfect heart will draw something from heaven into your life. And that is the favor of God. When your heart is right, that's why I've never been ashamed of the move of God. Lay hand. If people walk in, I don't like this guy. He moved in the Holy Spirit. Sorry, I'm not here to please you. I love God with all my heart. I'm not going to be ashamed of the Holy Spirit. On Friday night, we have the revival service. And we talk about casting out demons. At the end of the service, one lady was delivered from demons for half an hour. She has so many demons. And many people who stay at the end of the service watch what happened. Exactly what I share about Thailand. Cast out demons for half an hour. At the end of the service, she came up to me and said, I had cancer, I had pain, it's all gone. I can hit my body now and all the pain was gone. To please somebody who don't like the presence of God like Mikhail in the meeting. But let that lady suffer from cancer. I choose to set her free. 
I'm not ashamed of the Holy Spirit to please somebody who has a heart like Mikhail, who look down on the move and the presence of God. Amen. We are not ashamed of the presence of God. Amen. Don't play game with God. If you're gonna go in, go in 100%. If you're gonna go for the Holy Spirit, go for the Holy Spirit 100%. Don't kind of half-hearted. God doesn't like half-hearted or lukewarm Christians. Amen. Parents, you know that you love your children, but your children may not love you. This is the fact of life. The same thing, God loved you so much. He has shown His love to you so many, many, many centuries. He sent His Son to die for you. He helped you. He protected you. He has done so many good things to you to show that He loved you unconditionally. No matter what you do, He still loves you. He's a good God. The question is, are you willing to love Him with all your heart? He loved you first. Are you willing to respond to Him by loving Him back the most you can? And if you do that like King David, you will draw something special from heaven. And that is the thing that you cannot buy with money. The grace and the favor of God. The presence of God. Amen? Amen. Like King David. King David realized that by the grace of God, God has brought him so far from being a shepherd boy into the palace. And he said, I cannot stand this, that the presence of God was in the tent. I could build beautiful, exceedingly magnificent building for God. But God said, it's not your time. It's your son time. Solomon going to build it. And what happened? King David said, okay, God, I obey you. I'm not the one who's going to build the temple. I understand it's not your will, but I want to. My heart is there. I want to no matter what. Do you know what he did? He prepared everything for Solomon to build the temple for the Lord. Look at what King Solomon said after David passed on. This is after David passed away. First King chapter 8, verses 17 to 18. I love this scripture. Now it was in the heart. Everyone say heart. Love God with all your heart. Here. Yeah. God, look at the heart of my father David to build a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But the Lord said to my father David, listen carefully, very powerful statement from God. Whereas it was in your heart to build a temple for my name, you did well. That it was in your heart. God tried to say, I'm so pleased with you. In my eyes, you did well, even though you did not build it. But because it's in your heart, your heart is right, I'm so happy. God was so happy with King David because he loved God and he wants to build the beautiful temple for God. He loved God and he wants to honor God with all his heart because King David could not build a temple. He started the campaign. I say campaign. I'm going to read the scripture. He started a campaign to get money and silver and bronze and gold to prepare for his son to build. Because to build a temple, you need materials. You need gold and money and all the things to build. So he began the campaign. The campaign is difficult because he had to go out into the war, into the battle. He has to sweat. He cannot sleep in his own bed. He has to go out with his army to fight and in that campaign, he emptied the bank account of all his enemy. He got all the 
stones, precious stones, and silver, and bronze, and gold. And after he got all these precious things, the Bible says he gave and dedicated all these things into the church or into the account of God, not his own account. He gave a lot. Let me read the scripture in First Chronicle chapter 18. You remember First Chronicle chapter 17 when Nathan told David, you could not build a house. Within one chapter, what did he do? Campaign. This is a campaign. After this, it came to pass that David attacked the Philistines, subdued them, and took Gath and its towns from the hand of the Philistines. Then he defeated Moab, and the Moabites became David's servant and brought tribute. And David defeated Hadadezer, king of Soba, as far as Hamath, as he went to establish his power by the river of Euphrates. David took from him 1,000 chariots, 7,000 horsemen, and 20,000 foot soldiers. And David also hamstrung all the chariot horses, except that he spared enough for, of them for 100 chariots. When the Syrians of Damascus came to help Hadadezer, king of Soba, David killed 22,000 of the Syrians. Then David put garrisons in Syria of Damascus, and the Syrians became David's servant and brought tribute. So the Lord preserved, everyone say preserved. What preserved David? All this war. The grace of God. The presence of God. Wherever he went. How many people want to put your name in there? But the Lord preserved who? Brenda. Ida, everywhere he, she went. And David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem and also from Tiphath and from Shun, cities of Hadadezer. David brought a large amount of bronze with which Solomon made the bronze sea, the pillars and the articles of bronze. Now when Tor, king of Hamath, heard that David had defeated all the army of Hadadezer, king of Sobah, he sent Hadoram, his son, to King David to greet him and bless him because he had fought against Hadadezer and defeated him. For Hadadezer had been at war with Tor, and Hadoram brought with him all kinds of articles of gold, silver and bronze. King David Listen carefully, this is the end. After all the campaign, King David also dedicated this to the Lord, along with the silver and gold that he had brought from all these nations, from Edom, from Moab, from the people of Ammon, from the Philistines, and from Amalek. Did he put all this gold into his own bank account? No. Was he stingy? Did he love money more than God? Did he keep everything for himself? Oh, I worked so hard. I went out to war. I need to keep everything with me. He dedicated all this gold and silver for the building of the temple of God. He loved God so much. And at the end of his life, before he died, this is what he spoke about building the temple. And you can learn so many things from the heart of King David, how much he loved the Lord. Look at this scripture carefully. I'm going to read one verse at a time. First Chronicle 29, started from verse 1. Furthermore, King David, 
said to all the assembly, "My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work meant to build the temple is great, because the temple is not for man but for the Lord God." What is a temple today? The church. Today we don't build the temple anymore. We build the church. If you get involved in building the church, the Lord will give you special favor. And I noticed that in my own life and Pastor Da's life, all these years, we sacrifice, we spend our time, money, and energy to build this house. And the houses all over the world, in Switzerland, London, Thailand, in California, we build the house of God. Now, for the house of my God, for the church of God today, I have prepared with all my might. Oh, I love that. He danced with all his might. He fought Goliath with all his might, and now he said, "I prepare money, gold, silver, with all my might." He loved God with all his heart, with all his mind, with all his soul. But a lot of people stop there. I love God in my mind. I love God in my heart, but I'm not gonna spend my money. I'm not gonna pay. I'm not gonna wake up early morning and suffer in the church on Sunday. Uh, I don't want to spend my strength to love God. I want to keep my own strength. I want to have my own time. But David said, "With all my might, his strength, his money, go for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver." Okay, this thing did not come to him just by dropping from the sky. He went out to fight the war with all his might. He worked hard. Today, you may not be a, a warrior like King David, but you work for Microsoft, you work for some company, you work so hard, ten hours a day, and you come home. Oh, this money b e l o n g to me. I work so hard. I'm sorry, God, this b e l o n g to me. I'm not going to give to you because I love this money more than you. But David said, "I'm willing to give the gold that I got it for my might, my strength, my muscle here." Bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onyx stone, stone to be set, glistening stones for a various color, all kind. He gave a lot, and all kinds of precious stone and marble slabs in abundance. He did not give to get by. He did not look for the least opportunity to do something for God. He said, "I'm going to give whole my whole life." He loved God so much; he was not stingy to God at all. That's why people have different level of grace in life because of the heart issue. Let's look at verse three. Moreover, because I have set my affliction, affection. Thank you, Pastor Da. I want to see if people still awake or not. My affection. That's why I stop. On the house of my God, he loved God. If you love God, you love the church. Period. It's a lie to say I love Jesus, but I don't want to get involved in the church. I don't want to serve anybody in the church. If you love God, you love the temple. You love His house, the church. Amen. I have given to the house of my God over and above. He did not try to dig one cent out of his pocket, and the offering back came by and. I think this is it, but I'm gonna keep the $100 bill for Paris vacation, for my cruise vacation. One penny get into the bag. Over and above all that I have prepared, he has prepared. He did not just come up 
he just prepare. He prepare for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. Okay, what does it mean here? It means that not only he give offering into the bank account of the church, but when the time of the church building come up, the account of the church use that money to build the house. But he also put out more money out of his own account again, more add on. Now you can see why King David was so graced by God. He loved God so much. Don't take me wrong. I'm not going to do any offering after this. Okay, this is not for offering time. I'm teaching you the Bible. A lot of you say, I think he has a plan to pass the offering back for his mission fund. Or for video camera. No, no, no. I'm not going to pass the offering back. I'm teaching you the truth. David did not even think about offering to God on only Sabbath day. He think about giving, living for God all day long. He loved God with all his heart. Verse 4. 3,000 talents of gold equal to $1.5 billion today. And of the gold of Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the wall of the houses. Wow. He saw a large financial seed to the Lord. He loved God with all his heart, with all his mind, with all his soul, with all his might. Might include your spiritual strength, your physical strength, your financial strength, your ability, your time, everything. Might include the physical realm. Not just the heart alone. Verses 5 to 9. The gold for the things of gold and the silver for things of silver. And for all kinds of work to be done by the hands of the craftsmen. Who then? Who then? Now, God is asking question. What is the heart situation? What is your heart condition? Who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? The willing heart. Then the leaders of the fathers' houses, leaders of the tribes of Israel, the captains of thousands and of hundreds, with the officers over the king's work, offered willingly. They did not give grudgingly, willingly. They gave for the work of the house of God five thousand talents and ten thousand derricks of gold, ten thousand talents of silver, eighteen thousand talents of bronze, and one hundred thousand talents of iron. And whoever has precious stone gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord into the hand of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced, they laughed. They did not cry and complain. They rejoiced for they had offered willingly because with a loyal heart. Everyone say heart. If you want to get more grace from God, humble, faithful, loyal, and love God with all your heart. They had offered willingly to the Lord. And King David rejoiced greatly. I want to read from King James Version in verse 9. Then the people rejoiced for that they offer willingly because with perfect heart. God called people who love him with all his heart. Perfect heart. There's nothing in here beside God. No money in here, no idols. The Bible says covetousness is a form of idolatry. If you love money, material more than God, you are practicing idolatry. Idolaters cannot get a lot of grace from God. 
you need to love God with all your heart. You can see the clear connection between the heart of a man and how he spend money and how he give to the Lord. He, money or material things. There is a connection between the heart and the money or the material things. In Acts chapter 4, 33 to 35, the people in the early church get great grace. Why? Listen carefully. And with great power, the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Okay, great grace was upon them. Why? Then verse 34 and verse 35 explain. Nor was that there anyone among them who lacked. For all who were possessors of lands and houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each as anyone had need. You can see the connection between great grace and the heart of giving. Love God with all their heart. The grace of God came. Great grace came upon people who love God more than money. Everyone say, perfect heart. Loyal heart. Love God with all my heart. Love God with all my might. I came to the U.S. And I know that many Christians have been hurt by manipulative teaching and preaching from some preacher who tried to draw money out of your pocket to themselves. I feel so sad about that. This is not a manipulation. I don't need your money. I'm a neurosurgeon. Okay? I'm preaching this because I want you to understand the way of God. This church, I promise God, I will never use the pulpit to manipulate anybody financially to give. It's not my purpose at all. This is speaking the truth. The Bible says in Matthew 6.21, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wherever your heart is. Oh, I remember when I first met Pasada. I want to ch- chase after her to be my girlfriend. I pulled out all of my savings to buy expensive purse, expensive pair of shoes. I do anything. Go to ice cream shop, please. I feed you. What kind of ice cream? Banana split? Go for it. Buy it. Uh, order it. I pull money. Because my heart is with her. And my heart is still with her today. I have not changed it. Actually, more. She drove by one house. She said, I like that house. Okay. Three months later, we move in. <laughs> I pay. Happy wife. Happy life. Happy God. More grace. Is that right? You must make God happy. How do you make God happy? Love God with all your heart. Amen? Don't love money. God can give you more money later on. Don't worry about it. Amen? Money is not a big issue. When you love something, when your heart is with something, you are willing to pay. You're willing to spend for that thing, for that person. If you love God with all your heart, you don't need to wait for somebody to tell you to do something. You will initiate. You do it out of your own initiation. Because you love God. Your heart is there. When you love God with all your heart, you will look around to see any need that the servant of God has, any need the church has, the ministry has. Oh, pastor, you don't have a good microphone. I buy one for you. 
And that's what happened in Thailand. They see the need. I don't even ask for it. They do it. They buy it. Two days ago, I began to realize that it's so confusing to get the sermon from our website because it's all in English. So I email a lot of leaders in Thailand. In the email, I cc one man in the church who bought all this camera for the church. I just want to let him know. I say I want to have a special website, easy to get in. Just get in, listen, watching all the video that people can come and listen easily. Right away, that man answer me. Pass allow. If you need money, I pay for it. If you want to build that website, I pay for you. I know right away this man really loved God. He was willing to give. He was willing to pay for the cost of the gospel. He is a businessman in this church. Amen. And God blessed his business so much. His restaurant booming and booming, and so many customers because his heart is right. God bless him. He is a generous man, like King David. Amen. In order to preach the gospel all over the world, we need equipment and transportation. I cannot just swim across the ocean to London. I need to get on the airplane. Thank God that Thai people pay for my business class seat. I'm serious. Because I need to sleep after minister to thousands of people, money is not important. You want your pastor to live long or die soon? <laughs> If you want your pastor to live long, hey, let him sleep in the airplane after he ministered to thousands of people and no sleep. And then actually that night I did not even sleep. I have to pack the luggage, go to the airport at 3 a.m. after ministering all day long. Then Thai people say, hey, pastor, we pay for your business class. So that you can come here more often, and you can live a long life to come and minister to us. The great commission require money, require to build good equipment. I came back home, and I told the south department, you know, I really suffer in Thailand. I don't have equipment. Right away, they say we're gonna look for equipment that light that you can carry and go there and set it up, and you can record the good voice right there. And I hope we get the budget. If we don't get the budget, I pay. I don't care. The work of God has to go on. Amen. 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 We need to go on with the work of God. Somebody has to pay. If no one pay, I pay myself. Amen. First Chronicle twenty nine nine to fourteen. Then the people rejoiced for they had offered willingly, because with a loyal heart they had offered willingly to the Lord. And King David also rejoiced greatly. Therefore, David blessed the Lord before all the assembly, and David said, "Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and forever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all." Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make it great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people, that we should able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given you. Wow. King David, with all his heart, he gave to the Lord. We live in this earth in a relatively short period of time. We have only one life to live, and 
Jesus told us three commands. If we love God with all our heart, we're going to follow these three commands. And I can make a conclusion. Number one, go all over the world and preach the gospel. Two, love one another as I love yourself. Three, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. These three commands, what we do? We're going to do everything to preach the gospel to the nations. That's why I stay tonight until 8 p.m. to record teaching to send to Europe. That's why I came back to the studio to record because we want to preach the gospel. Amen? Not only that, we want to build a church where people can show love to one another. So if you love God with all your might, you will spend and be spent. Like Paul say, 2 Corinthians 12, 15, Paul say, I spent my life and I willing to be spent for your soul. You spend and you are spent by other people, your energy, for the sake of the gospel. To get people know Jesus, love God, become disciple, build a church, become strong. If you love God with all your heart, you're going to obey these three commands of the Lord Jesus Christ in this lifetime. We have only one life to live. Let's do it together. Amen. Amen. Let's preach the gospel all over the world. Let's build the churches all over the world. Let's love one another and make disciples together because we love God and we don't care how much we have to pay. We are willing to pull out money from our pocket to do the job for God because we love God and the grace of God will be upon our life. Amen? You may say that I'm not rich, I cannot do it. It's not about being rich. Luke chapter 21, verses 1 to 4. He looked up and saw the rich putting their gift into the treasury. And he saw all a certain, also a certain poor widow putting into mites. So he said, truly I say to you, that this poor widow has put in more than all these rich people. For all these out of their abundance have put in offering for God. But she out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she had. You don't need to be rich to love God with all your heart. You just give what you have. Amen? Amen. Let's do the offering. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, <laughs> thank you so much for teaching us the life of King David. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to live you, to love you and honor you with all our heart. Lord, we don't want to love money more than you. We want to have the heart, a loyal, perfect heart like King David. We want your eyes to be upon us, run through and fall, and you make yourself strong for us. You give us more grace, more favor, because this church, everybody loves you with all his and her heart, Lord. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's shout together. Thank you, Jesus, for teaching us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you want us to be prayed for you, 
I'm Pastor Da. We stay around to pray for you today. We believe God will give you more grace. Amen. Make a decision from today on that you will love God with all your heart, more than anything else, and you're gonna experience the grace of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. If you want me to pray for you, we stay to pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, whatever they need in their life, by Your grace. Give them today. Touch them. Expand their heart, that their heart will not be clogged by spiritual cholesterol. Their heart valve will not be stenotic. Their heart will be loyal to you, Lord. Get rid of all the things, all the junk, all the spiritual cholesterol in the vessel of their heart, so that they can be free. To serve you, to love you, to fall in love with you, to live for you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fill their heart, Lord. Unclogged their heart. Whatever stop them from loving you, burn it away, Father. <laughs> burn it away. If they're sick right now, I command the sickness to leave their body. Go, go, <laughs> go. Sickness have to go. <laughs> yes, Lord, the curse is broken. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Healed, Lord, Crystal. Bless Crystal. Bless her. Touch her. Carve them out, Crystal. Carve them out. Carve them out, Crystal. Carve them out. Yes, carve them out, Crystal. Fire. Fire! Carve them out. Carve them out. Crystal, keep coughing. Fire! Fire! Bless you. Bless you. Yes, be free. Be set free. Be delivered. Keep coughing it out. Yes, the curse in your life is broken right now. The daughter of God. The daughter of God. I bless you. I bless you. Fire! Fire! God loves you. God loves you so much. God loves you so much. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> yes, God loves you so much. <laughs> God loves you so much. Change you from glory to glory to glory to become like Christ. <laughs> the presence of God fill this temple. 
filled this temple. <laughs> Fill this temple. <laughs> Ask God for joy. Ask God for the joy of the Lord. Give you the joy in your heart. <laughs> Have faith. God honor faith. God honor faith. When you have faith, God will do it for you. <laughs> Receive by faith. God honor faith. Faith. Don't go walk by sight. Don't walk by your feeling. Walk by faith. Fire, filled, unclocked. Break the curse in his life. In the name of Jesus, break the curse and bless him indeed, Father. He humbles himself before you. Bless him indeed. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Fire! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. More of your grace, Father. More of your grace. Everywhere you go, the presence of the Lord will be with you, with your clients. In the court, before the other lawyers, God will give you wisdom and favor and grace and direction and protection. Yes, by the favor of God, may His presence be with you everywhere you go. Yes, Lord, by His kindness, His mercy. Fill your life with His presence. <laughs> fire, fire, fire! Filled, filled right now. Fire, more grace, more, <laughs> more grace, more favor. Filled, <laughs> fire. The presence of the Lord fill you, fill you. <laughs> oh, hallelujah! Use you like David. Move from one place to the place of influence. The place of blessing to other people, like David, like Daniel, like Joseph. <laughs> God can do more than what you can imagine. He's a great, great God. He's a gracious God. Trust Him. Depend on His favor. 
<laughs> Fill him, Lord, with your presence right now. Fill him with your presence right now, Lord. <laughs> Fire. Filled. Oh, Father, heal every sickness in their life. Give them life and strength that they will live a long, long life. To see the goodness of God in the land of the living, bless them, touch them, give life and so or so into them. Give them clear mind, no Alzheimer, no memory deficit, no knee pain, back pain, no weakness. Strong mind, strong body, strong spirit, prosperity in the spirit, in mind. In the body, fire. Bless them indeed. Bless them indeed. Long, long life. <laughs> Blessing to their children. Blessing to their grandchildren. In the name of Jesus. Blessing to your son. Blessing to your son. Salvation to your son. In the name of Jesus. Salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. More grace, <laughs> more grace, more grace. <laughs> the Lord said to you, "My daughter, I see your heart that you are seeking after me." Your heart is following after me. I will this teach you the, the way of heaven. Be a good disciple. Be a good student. Learn and practice what you learn. Learn and practice what you learn. Learn more. Fire. More fire. More fire. Yes, Lord, teach. Use these young people, Lord. Use these young men and women to serve you, Lord. To replace my generation, to be the servant of God in the future and now. Train them, show them, Lord. Next generation to come. Fire, fire, fire. Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch this family. Bless them indeed. Protect them. Give them grace. Give them favor. Your presence. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory, 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 glory! <laughs> May the Lord give both of you more favor than before. May the Lord open the door. May the Lord sustain you, give you life, give you all the things that you need in your life. May the Lord. Answer your prayers. May the Lord teach you and form you to become like Christ. 
May the Lord use you from now on to bless many people in this church. Use you, provide for you, overflowing, leftover, abundance, abundance, abundance. Yes, Lord. Fire, filter, Lord. She will never lack anything. You shall take care of your daughter. She will never lack anything. You are her good daddy. Good daddy. Look after your daughter here, Lord. The presence of God. Forgive her of her past sins. Forgive her, Lord, of her past mistakes. Cleanse her and show your grace to her. Yes, Lord. Bless her. Touch her. <laughs> Filled. 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 Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. The Lord said to both of you, My son and daughter, you are not here by accident. I called you to be in this house, and I'm gonna use both of you to be a blessing to this house. The nations will be touched, not just only the Indonesian, but the Chinese, the Thai, the Laotian, the American will be blessed by both of you. I shall give you the increase. I shall bless you to be the blessing to the nation. Be ready. I will use you. Be obedient to me, and you shall see that the years to come, <laughs> you will be used to bless your pastor, bless your leaders, bless people around you. I will put the blessing upon your life. Say the Lord, you are at the right place. You are at the right time. You were born for such a time as this. Oh, don't look down on yourself. Don't look down on the day of small thing, because even though you don't see it now, but the things will come. Ha <laughs> ha! I use simple people. I use lowly people. People who don't know what they're doing, but I will anoint, and I will bless, and I will lift them up. Yes, <laughs> fire, fill them, fill them, fire, fill them, fill them, fire, filled in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Liam. The Lord speak to you. I give you so much, so much ability. I give you talent. I will be with you. I will teach you and I will help you. I will give you special talent. Your mom and your dads are here because I want to use you for the next generation. So use your talent to serve me," say the Lord. "Be my servant. Give your life to me. I take care of you. As you build my house, I will build your house," say the Lord. <laughs> I will anoint you. I will use you, Liam. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah touch this children father fill them with your presence let them know you and your presence since they are young that they will not backslide they will not get into the world system but they will serve you and stand in the house of god all the days of their life they will say one day in the house of god is better than thousand days out there they shall love you with all their heart like king david give them a new spirit and new heart the heart that seek after the kingdom of god not of the world and reward them father with good education with wisdom with good things lord and you bless the dad to have more than enough to raise <laughs> bless his dad bless my brother here to have more than enough in everything wisdom strength money favor victory let him know lord that you love him so much let him know lord that you're so good to him we trust that this message is ministered to you If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.